Welcome to Becoming Black Excellence, the unapologetically black podcast brought to you by Kevin and Marsha. So let's get into it. Let's start building relationships, building wealth, and building a better you. Welcome back to Becoming Black Excellence. My name is Kevin. I'm Marsha. And in today's episode, we will be discussing balancing life, money, sex, and marriage. Yep. You know, just like that, we're going to discuss money. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to discuss sex. And we're going to discuss marriage. married and all of these things all of these aspects that we just said we have to actually find a way to balance it all yeah so that's the reason why we felt like this episode we wanted to dedicate this episode to these like this topic because it's very important as you're building a life with somebody um balancing all that comes with it and building a family and building your life um we all know that life can easily get busy really Mm -hmm. quickly i think um one thing busy life requires balance yes but that that is necessary um yeah but as like what i was saying was i think um we sometimes forget Mm -hmm. how busy life gets and i and like in 2020 a lot of people said like yes there were there was a lot of negatives that came with it, but there was also this eye-opening revelation that sometimes we just have to slow down. And that gave us that perspective, Okay. most people. So mm-hmm. yeah, as we get into this um, topic, it's something I really want to focus on is life can get busy, but in hindsight, how do you find a way to prioritize and balance all the important things that you want to achieve yeah. on a daily basis. And all the, the things that are very um, necessary because yeah. believe it or not, like when you look at it, money is important. Money yeah, is an you important need it to aspect. survive yeah. and live and okay. provide. And you need sex to survive. <laughs> well, not everyone. Not I don't everyone. care what anybody <laughs> says. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin just made it clear, y'all. He cannot yeah. live without. Yeah. You know what? I can't. I can't. That's me. I cannot. And on <laughs> top of that, if you are married, um, having a great marriage is important because you know that's what. what you mean like having a healthy? Yeah, healthy marriage, marriage is important. Yeah. And on top of that, especially if you have kids, on top of that, yeah, you know, all of that intertwined. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So as Kevin was saying before, I mean, how do you achieve balancing your life and balancing these three things? Um, it's really important to set target goals for yourself and be very organized. What do you mean by that? So essentially what I mean by that mm-hmm. is, okay. So if you know you live, you decide what kind of lifestyle you want to live first, Mm -hmm. right? And based on that lifestyle that you envision for yourself, your family, your relationship, whatever it may be, you then have to say, okay, what is it that I'm going to do to make that amount of money to live that lifestyle? So do you think uh, like you... The target that you want to set for yourself has to be around your life, the lifestyle you want for yourself. No, well, I'm just that's just like one example. Cause mm-hmm. like if we start off with just money, mm-hmm. if we're gonna talk about money, that's an example. Like think about what lifestyle you want first. Not what you wanna do, not what you would like as a job, mm-hmm. but first, what is the so, lifestyle that, that you, you want you wanna work yeah, towards? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then from there you can decide, okay, well, I have interest in A, B, C, D, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And I would be willing to work or study or whatever in A, B, C, D. But which one of these A, B, C, D? Yeah, will give you the lifestyle. Will give you the lifestyle, the freedom, and the 
like joy and complacency yeah of living a fulfilling life yeah because if you if you actually end up choosing the career or whatever a you work want to path, do, the whatever. work path you want to 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 do like or that will give you the lifestyle mm -hmm. that you envision for yourself no matter what happens you're never gonna feel like going to work is a burden yeah like for and, instance yeah. some people just like school okay so become a scholar like yeah. scholars find ways to make themselves money like you mm -hmm. don't You don't just need to only think, oh, the only way to be a scholar is just to continue paying for school. Yeah, you go to school, but there's grants out there. There's, that consult can, yeah, there's consulting work. There's consulting work. Yeah. There's media. There's all types of way to be a lucrative scholar. Yep. You don't need to be a poor scholar. And you don't have to be extremely brilliant either. You just have to have will, you know, yeah. and interest Everything's and want. Everything's about will, yeah. Yeah. Um, or if it's something is it's simple like, oh, you love like you're an esthetician or something, mm -hmm. but you know you want to live like a fabulous lifestyle. All right, you start off, you go to cosmetology school, yeah. Then you you work for a few years, save up, get a business loan, open how many salons as you need to that could provide you the lifestyle that you need. Like I think we just need, in, especially in present day. We have to really start thinking outside of the box. I feel like technology is a blessing, but at the same time, like uh, it's it regresses. It, it's, it's regresses a lot yeah. of people into mm -hmm. thinking like small or like in a box or thinking they can't accomplish things. Mm -hmm. Like you, all of those things. Like the internet is your essentially your tool. That is your world. Your, your school of life is the internet. You can find. And think up so many different ways to create the life that you YouTube want for university, yourself. Google you, University. Right. Honestly, <laughs> everything is there for you. So on top of staying on topic of like being on target, for instance, mm -hmm. if we're going to be discussing like all these. Um, How do we be, before you go into that? Um, You know, let's link it a little bit because... No, that's what I'm doing oh, right that's now. Oh, yeah, okay. you get ahead of yourself, <laughs> Yeah, so as you were saying, staying on target and being very organized. For instance, Kevin and I, we both work. Um, we have a daughter. She goes to grandma daycare mm -hmm. five days a week. And we also, you know, budget our lives right now because we don't yet make the amount of money that we envision for, for ourselves. ourselves. For our, we're yeah, still for working. The, for the lifestyle that we're Yeah, we're forward. still working towards that. So a great way that I like to say that I'm like, we keep ourselves balanced is one, we communicate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we like organize the way we do things. Like we know we sit down once a month, we go over our budget, We go over our spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. We discuss our goals, our financial goals. We discuss our financial spending. Mm -hmm. We communicate and say, hey, this amount is coming in this month. This amount is going out. This is a, ideally where we would like to be in a year from now mm -hmm. and what we would like to yeah. be making and how we would like to continue, you know, growing our life and growing our lifestyle um, so that we constantly are uh in not uh, i would say on the same page right i mean we communicate well, to we be are on, on the same, same page because honestly you know the whole thing is um i love budgeting mm -hmm. yeah. he really does kevin's a numbers guy yeah i love budgeting because i like to know exactly where my money is going mm -hmm. because i can never spend a month without knowing okay this is how much money i spend on food or this is how much money i spend on gas mm -hmm. you know these simple things are very 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 important to me because if i realize i spent too much money on food then i can say okay all right love this is a way we can spend less money on food and but still at the same time be very well fed <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, or nutritionally like still, fed yeah. like, and still so, like eat healthy eat healthy mm -hmm. you know purchase and, yes so foods. that's very important to me and i've i've incorporated that in my life since like yeah because yeah, kevin is the guy with the spreadsheet who sits down and yeah. shows me because i'm a visual person <laughs> but i'm really not the type who's gonna sit there and make like an excel spreadsheet it's just not my thing excel and i have a love-hate relationship okay no more hate <laughs> <laughs> but like of course he's gonna sit there he's gonna go through he's gonna tell me we spent 
you know, we're right on target. 30% of our income goes to this, 20% to that, 15% to that. We need to get this percentage up, that percentage down. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I get it. Like, I'm with him there because it's like I have to know everything that's going on like in our life i can't just sit there and be dependent on one person to just take care of it like Mm -hmm. we are both invested in like all aspects of our life and we both gotta know yeah we both gotta know that's like important one can't be in the know and the other one's like i don't know he takes care of it or she takes care of that stuff like we all we both know a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. even if like one does something more than other like for instance yeah kevin will be the one to make the the excel sheet but like if you asked me like detailed what mostly do you spend your money on or like where what percentage of this like i could tell you because Mm -hmm. we go through it together but at like and then another thing who like diapers right who changes more diapers (laughs) i do but kevin changes diapers too but like you know some things skew more than others for us in regards to what we do but we essentially have a taste of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, collectively. But yeah, as we were saying, like relationships with money is very important. Like for us with communicating, one important thing is like we do not fight about money. Yeah, yeah. Like we, gotta, uh, before you continue, mm-hmm. they, because they do say, you know, one of the main reasons why one of the main reasons why people um, get a divorce is because oh yeah the top uh, reasons yeah the top money, reasons sex the, and well, parenting the first thing is finance it's uh-huh. always about finance, money yeah so you know that was a thing for me um growing up i never saw my parents fight over money that that was never a thing for me mm-hmm. you know um so my experience is much different <laughs> <laughs> So for me, like, you know, when I came in into this relationship, I said, you know, I don't want this. I don't want to fight over money. Yes, like, you know, I, there has been time I'm like, hey, love, I, well, we spent too much money on this this month. And come on, like, we got yeah, I, I to find like- to, 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 to decrease the, the amount of spending. However, I never, like, I don't fight over money. We don't it, fight yeah, over is, money. Yeah, this is like very- I mean, sometimes like kevin will feel overwhelmed randomly like if he hears like i gotta get my hair done or something (laughs) and he hears the price like (laughs) it'll kind of trigger him and then i have to like remind him like yo simmer down okay like we don't fight over money he goes oh we're not fighting we're not fighting you know i just get triggered sorry sorry like it's okay we cool we got this and then he goes back to his spreadsheet and then he like switches his tone he goes love yeah do your hair we got this okay like i found out a solution it's no problem like i want you to look good take your time put your effort you know go do your hair everything's cool like you know but there are those random moments that sometimes anything can happen maybe i can get triggered i remember once i got triggered what was it that you bought you purchased like a black seed oil um uh, like container like glass container and you broke it before you even got to use it and he dropped like what 50 80 bucks on the bottle it was 80 it was 80 about 87 you see Guys, tell me how that's not triggering. Black seed oil, okay? Something but it's he's very taking. Important. No, but taking <laughs> teaspoons out of it, and he broke it be- full, full, guys. Literally, did not take one freaking like sip out of the bottle and broke it. It was like no problem. I'm about to buy another one. Like, no, you are not about to just keep wasting eighty seven dollars <laughs> on this bottle of black seed oil. Like, I was just triggered because, like, you randomly have those moments of trigger. It's like, if you know how much that thing costs, like, why would you be so careless and drop it? Yeah, but back to all was important, man. You see? So, like, <laughs> that is just, like, an example. So, he gets triggered about my hair randomly. I'll get triggered over, like, him yeah, dropping the, the a bunch of money on some the, the oil. The big difference is that there's, there's multiple, um, like, <laughs> it's like, times that by five, seven. For who, me? <laughs> for your hair. Oh, for my <laughs> <laughs> come on man okay so yeah that was something where it's really important for us like we don't fight about money we really take our time to communicate if we see ourselves and getting triggered we remind one yeah. another like no we don't do this and let's we, find a solution we we met each other when we were in high school and you know at that time come on we we're all broke yeah and we yeah we've been broke yeah. together guys like real real and time broke. even actually after college doing like beginning of our professional life yeah we were broke and you know we know this love this relationship 
it's not based on money yeah and there's no reason why um as we making more money in life as we get in uh, more successful for us to start fighting over money yeah. or for for money to become a big issue yeah because you us. know when we had nothing we still found a way to 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 make ends meet when or to like to work to to live to, to live but also like be together like yeah. you know we didn't allow that to that divide too. us and um and also to that also stems from you know growing up because even during hard times um uh, we we're about to talk about about that as well but even though my parents shielded me from yeah let's get into that now yeah. actually so like my parents all shielded us from all financial problems they were going through um growing up i never knew when they had financial issues like there are times like you know um my parents my dad like lost his job and i never knew like <laughs> i thought but that, that's that was the main thing that's what i learned about my dad too no matter what um he too ha has like a an entrepreneurial mindset because even when we were in Haiti, there was no job. He still found a way to be active, find a way to um, do work while he was still looking for, for a job. Mm -hmm. So during all that time, you know, money was tight. But oh, yeah. It was, didn't you say it was like different administration? Yeah, yeah. Being, like cause yeah, political? Yeah. Um, during that time, money, money with my parents were tight. Money was tight. Mm -hmm. Come on. They were going through financial issues, but I never knew. I'm like, yo, man, damn, you guys were going through all of that. And my brothers and I, we never knew. We just lived as a kid. You know, we got everything we needed. Went Any to Catholic yeah. school. Anything that we asked my, my, my parents, they give it to us. So we w went to grade schools in Haiti. And literally, we, we, had, we had food, we had shelter, everything that we needed. We were living like comfortably and without any any like stress, stress from like you know oh my parents don't have money so or that like my yeah parent doesn't have work you yeah. never knew those things on the that, contrary well, hold on, hold on. That, that's why you know I, I was saying that uh for us mm -hmm. it's very important as we grow in like whatever financial issues we may get into while we have a kid or while our kid is growing we must shield it from them because it doesn't matter what happens they don't need to know that you know yeah. we we are the one in charge of everything so you know but, let them live the way they want to live yeah it, it, which i yeah which i agree with because like my upbringing was really really very different from kevin's yeah i was born in the states so um my parents, they were not good at all from shielding <laughs> um, me or my sibling from any financial stress or financial burdens they were feeling. In fact, I would say like their behavior was really toxic growing up when it came to about money. Like for me personally, I went to Catholic school first for like kindergarten to eighth grade, right? which wasn't a problem, like financially it was fine. It wasn't a lot of money for them for like what they were making. But when it came time for me to go to high school, um, my mother had presented like me going to boarding school and if I'd be interested. And I was like, actually, I thought it was great. Like I would love to live away from home and like go to school on a campus. However, I did not know at that point in time when I agreed that attending this private boarding school was going to be like me accepting, as I would say, like guilt, guilt pressuring mm -hmm. all the time. Like I was constantly reminded that, yeah, like, oh, I'm making the ultimate sacrifice, killing myself, working so many hours to pay for this school for you. And you know, you need to do better or you don't understand what I'm going through. You don't understand the pressures I'm going through. Like I had a very difficult time mm -hmm. when I went away to this school. So I was going through extreme levels of depression, anxiety. There were points I couldn't function. I was just always in the infirmary. Like there was nothing that could help me. Mm -hmm. And I remember during that time, like 
all I like God was like, you don't understand. Yeah, like you're not going what you're going through isn't like unique, yada yada, but you need to get it together because you know I'm killing myself to pay for this school. I'm this and that. And then when I got to college, it was even worse. And just growing up, it was just like simple things. It's like, okay, I get it. Like there's financial pressures and I get it. As parents, parents do make sacrifices to help, you know, their children. Mm-hmm. But it becomes really different when you start like badgering and like attacking your kids Mm -hmm. and making them feel guilty for you providing them with life and education and a house over their heads. It's like, Mm -hmm. I solely and firmly believe that as children, you do not choose to come into this world. Mm -hmm. Two grown people make that decision for you. So it's like, if you are going to move forward and you're going to proceed with having a child, then you should assume the responsibility that comes with having right. a child. Yeah. And also... And not remind that child that I have this responsibility. Ability. And it's not... Or like, like you should be grateful, grateful that I'm taking, taking care, care of you. Like those are your responsibilities. Like yeah. I... That is what I believe. Like I... Kevin and I chose to bring our daughter into this world. Mm-hmm. We chose to be responsible and provide for her and give her a a good life. Mm -hmm. So we could never tell her, oh, you know, like we do this for you, we do that for you. Like that is our job to do that for her. Yes, it is also our job to like make her aware and be, you know, have perspective and understand what life is about, but it's not our job to make her feel guilty or build this toxic, unhealthy relationship with money. Yeah. Especially for me, for instance, like if your parent says they want you to go to a good school, like it's not a healthy thing for you to say, I want you to go to this good school and they know how much it costs and turn around and throw it in your face that, Mm -hmm. oh, they're killing themselves and they're doing all this stuff to make your life better when first you weren't the one who asked for it yeah they were the ones who said they wanted that for you Mm -hmm. and also because it's really not your problem Mm -hmm. either because at the end of the day if it's too much for your parent it's up to them as a parent to know you know what this i cannot do anymore like there is a different route about you know going about this like Maybe I thought I could do it, but I can't. So I'm going to have to take my child out. It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, if we take on too much responsibility, Mm -hmm. then we can crash and overexert ourselves. And we find ourselves, like, as we say, blaming everyone around us for our problems. And that's what I I really like to tell people, like, stay on target and be organized, as we're saying. Mm -hmm. Because you have to balance all of these things. Because something as simple as feeling overwhelmed financially and allowing that to sip into your personal mm-hmm. and family relationships can destroy that. That's why And yeah. That's why it's very important to compartmentalize. Yeah. Because you have to understand um what I'm going through financially is not the same emotion that my child needs to feel. Mm-hmm. Or know? or and even like from a marriage perspective, yeah. what um, we're going th- yeah. fi- through financially does not define our marriage. There you and go. it doesn't define yeah. our relationship. Yeah. This is just one component of and it. It's just life. You it's know? just life. That's Some, life we go pressure. through hardships. Yeah, we go through great times. Yeah. It's like if you want to stick together and be around during the good times, then you have to be willing to get to through get, the hard times too. Of course. Of it's course. just a part of life. It's up and down. If it was always the same in monotone, nobody would want to live this life mm-hmm. because there would never feel be a reason but, but to be happy or bo- sad it gets boring when you know you you have it all at all times and it, you know, because no that's not true for everyone but, okay okay right mm-hmm. roller coasters right mm-hmm. there's a reason why it's fun mm-hmm. because it's not fun for me though Them, those <laughs> things hurt i don't understand where people get the excitement your neck is going side to yeah. side your mouth is going up and down right. it hurts jerking everywhere when, talking about oh lord yeah, well, please on, don't let on. me die let me ask you is a, like have you ever heard people say a roller coaster that only has one level is fun? No. No, because you know that's that's the whole point about life. It's the thrill. It's the thrill. Yeah. 
So, you know, one day you, you're, you're good, the next day you may not be good or the next period of your life may not be good. But at the end of the day, the way you balance mm-hmm. um, what, what's happening in your life and mm-hmm. the, way you react, um, the way you react to it mm-hmm. determines how your relationship, your marriage with anybody, like, mm-hmm. you know, it uh, uh, becomes. Mm-hmm. So that's why so- it's important to balance money. Yeah, so I and, think, and yeah, it, it's that's important. I think that kind of, like, tells you where we, how we view money and mm-hmm. how we think people should, you know, make an effort, effort to yeah. implement. Like, for us personally, um, I think another good thing, we've created, like, a structure for ourselves where we each have our own personal bank accounts. Mm-hmm. But then anything that's, like, a joint expense, like rent or kids' like mm-hmm. schooling or clothes, whatever, we have a joint account from, mm-hmm. you know? So it allows us to, you know, have our own money, but also yeah. have money together. Yeah. I know everyone likes to do it differently, but that's just something that works for us um, and keeps us a little bit more organized in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as I said, you do what works for you, make an effort to communicate um, and also just make an effort to not, you know, really get frustrated with one another and just really communicate because no matter what emotions you're going through at the end of the day, if the money's not there and you can't make that bill, <laughs> all you have is each other. Okay. So let them call, let them come collect. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. Oh, well, but at the end of the day, you have each other. And on top of that, you know, you always can grow. Yeah, you can always yeah, rebuild. Rebuild, rebuild. You know, rebuilding is not an issue. And I, and you can good. rebuild at any age. Yeah. I don't want pe- like. I think people forget that. Like, you can rebuild in the beginning. You can rebuild middle age. You could rebuild old. There's nothing in this life that um, doesn't allow you to start over at any given time that you want. The only barrier to your like ambition is yourself. Yeah, I said. Yeah. Um, so that leads us into our next topic, Kevin. Marsha, let's talk about sex. You know, this <laughs> oh is my, goodness. my thing, I, honestly, because believe it or not, is it really way, your hold thing, on, Kevin? Hold on. Yes, it is. It is my thing. Although, although mm-hmm. I don't go, I do go through times where. You know, I'm, I, I'm, my mind's not on it. Like, you know, I'm like, no, actually, I'm not thinking about that right now. Like, my mind is all about, like, I have so many thoughts going through my mind and I have to just sit, think, and, you know, compartmentalize. <laughs> you love that word. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we started this episode talking about how when your life is busy, you must know when to balance yeah. and how to balance and how to organize and structure yes. your life i i know um so right now a lot of time busy people don't have the time to have sex yeah you're working <laughs> making that money yeah or you have kids that are like killing your energy and all you want to do is sleep yeah and a lot of time uh, a lot of other people they actually schedule sex I don't get that and, and <laughs> that's i don't get that but that's just me y'all that's but, you know your business is your business, but I don't know. I, I get it. I I personally do that. I don't but get I never it, like I to tell Marsha that I do that because she doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, but don't it's tell important. Me that. But it's important as your life gets busy and busy and busier and busier. You need to schedule. Like for me, I schedule pillow talk. I schedule. Um, so it's not genuine then, huh? It is genuine because I had the thought. I thought about it. I thought to make sure that I give my time to you. So it's not spontaneous. Oh, come on, spontaneously still happens. Doesn't How? matter. How? Sometimes, How so, if it's planned? It's not spontaneous. But it's then. not all the time. Sometimes, like you know, I'm like, man, my wife is looking good. Right, fuck work right now. <laughs> <laughs> That happens all the time, you know. Um, uh, it, it goes through my mind, but at the same time, I make sure I make sure to 
plan time to spend with you, plan mm-hmm. time to spend with our daughter, plan time to spend together, all of three of us together. Mm-hmm. Because believe it or not, um, if I don't do it now, the busier I get, you know, it's automatic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do get carried away mm-hmm. and, and then you, you you say, okay, no, I got more work to do, more work to do, more work to do. The first, the first things and the first people to get in the back burner mm-hmm. is... Family, family, wife, and kids. I don't want that. My family comes first. Family time, quality, quality family time is very important to me. Mm-hmm. That is very important to me. So I do go through times where I say, "Love, I'm gonna be working a lot. I'm working a lot. I'm doing things more." So as a result, I don't spend as much time with you. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were pregnant, mm-hmm. you really felt that. You think so? Yeah. You I, said, I was always sleeping when I was pregnant. Yeah, it's true. That that's probably I don't know. That's probably the reason why. But when you were awake, I I, I didn't have time to spend time with you. Oh. And then you would tell, that. yeah, you would you would ask me like, yeah, can, I know you're busy, but can we um, can you give me five minutes of your time? And you know that would hurt at the same time. But I'm like, man, you know, the baby's coming. I gotta close my deal. I gotta close this deal. I gotta close this deal. I gotta close this deal. I gotta find the next deal. I gotta find the next deal. Mm-hmm. So you see, at that time, you know, I I put you in the back burner. Mm-hmm. But this is where I'm saying I have to schedule it because it was after that I realized I'm like, no, Kevin, you must schedule it, even if pillow talk only takes up thirty minutes or less. <laughs> no, I'm talking about pillow talk. Yeah, or less. Because I fall asleep? Yes. It's your shut up. <laughs> Kevin is the type who lays his head on the pillow and mid-sentence, he's out. <laughs> I'm like, how? I am the complete opposite. I have yeah. to mentally tell myself, okay, go to bed. Like, I give myself permission to go to sleep. I can't just, like, randomly fall asleep. I have to consciously make the decision and say i'm going to sleep now but everyone's different as i said but also Mm -hmm. how do you keep it fun how do i keep it fun yeah like people want to know like how do you not allow your sex life to become boring but that's where doing it spontaneously you yeah, know, but you just fun. said you plan it, Kevin. No, but I just told you I also do it spont- spontaneous. Well, for me, I guys, I think as Kevin come said, on, we bless the whole like everywhere we are right now. <laughs> <laughs> we bless the whole apartment, guys. I, uh, you know, sometimes you just yeah. gotta like, keep it fun. You can't like you know just stay in the bedroom. Yeah. It becomes mundane, boring, unexciting. It's just like oh, she rolled over, but she doesn't really want it. <laughs> you know, you don't <laughs> you don't want that in your life. You gotta oh keep it young goodness. and act like you're still freaky in your twenties. As well, still in our twenties. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about for everyone. Oh, I mean, okay, 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 yeah, yeah. It's yeah. easy to feel like your life has become domesticated and like you're not having fun anymore, and mm-hmm. it's just. You know, generic. Who wants generic sex? No one wants that. You're crazy. Um, Now we have a child, right? Mm -hmm. And honestly... My sex drive is stronger after child. Okay. Yeah, you can say that. I Um, think Kevin is not. Or do you disagree? It's not that... I told you, it's not that my sex sex drive is lower than yours. It's just... um, my mind is more on you know, money, money, money. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where you see, this is where we talk about balance. Like, although I, I am aware that my mind is very like much more on money than okay, like having sex with my uh with my wife. And at the beginning I did tell you that sex is needed, and it's true, it is needed. And this is where I put like, you know, I balance it all. Mm-hmm. Yes, sometimes, like, you know, I go through period where um, I do think more about money mm-hmm. than have than sex, or I have sex, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some other periods, it it, it it's reversed, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I ba- I make sure I'm very conscious about it to make sure I say no, uh, uh-uh, uh, Kevin, you gotta act on this. Let's do it. 
You know, so. for me, what I've realized, what works for me personally mm-hmm. is anytime I think about money, I are, okay, first, let me preface it. Yeah. Deep down in my soul, mm-hmm. in my being, mm-hmm. I know I will have a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. just about timing, which is out of my control, right? However, what I have noticed about myself, if I do think about money, it puts me in a mood. Like, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're an idiot. <laughs> it really does. It like brings down my spirit. It brings down, you know, my drive. And Why I'm, is so? It's just like, it's just, it's unhealthy. Because when I, as I said, uh-huh. deep down in my soul, in my being, I know I will have a lot of money. And the fact that right now I don't have the amount of money that my soul and being knows I will have, uh-huh. it just brings down my spirit. And I don't need that in my life. But for me, I when, like- I, when I think about money, it's mostly I think about our goals that we need to meet and what what's the best way. Because let's just, See, say, we but, plan, uh-huh. let's just say we plan on doing something right mm-hmm. um two five year period mm-hmm. right i'm always and constantly thinking okay how can i um accomplish my five-year goal or my two-year goal faster but here's my whole thing i don't i just don't do that to myself because then it just brings me to this very depressing and like sad place like i don't want that for me personally mm-hmm. i just think of okay what is it that I want to do? This is how my next step. I just like think of the immediate next steps. Because as I told you, mm-hmm. my soul, my being mm-hmm. knows that this chick right here, Ay- Kevin, this Ay- chick right here Ay- is going to be something else, Ay- you know? And I cannot refute that because yeah. that means I already know my truth. I already yeah, yeah. know like my you just got my destiny. Mm-hmm. As I've always said, I'm destined. Nobody can control your destiny. Yeah, but I've always Murder said boy. too. <laughs> destiny. Okay. But as I've always said, uh-huh. I'm destined for greatness. And that's just a fact. I know that. There's nothing that can refute that. Nothing anyone can say. Nothing anyone can do. My destiny is set for me already. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So I can't fixate on little things like, oh, how many years like no i just need to focus on the immediate things that i need to achieve in the like immediate time frame like i'll think to myself mm-hmm. okay yeah we set our general goals for like what we want to do and oh. accomplish in the next two to five years but for me on a daily basis what i think of is okay what am i what is my objective for like the next six months or the next year like i do it in increments as mm-hmm. i said i'm target oriented if i'm like okay for instance, with this podcast, if we're like, we want to release, I don't know, 30 episodes in this amount of time, I'm focused on that. I'm like, what topics are we going to talk about? Who are we going to talk to? What are we going to talk about? How are we going to talk about it? And I just focus on that because mm-hmm. that's what I can control, right? You can also control because remember, I when you met me, I've always told you I'm very long term oriented. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, which, which is okay. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, this is why I always think about yeah, that. Yeah, like, I mean, you're like a thinker. You're a real, yeah, like, thinker. I'm, I, so. I'm a thinker, too, but in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. So, um, sure, I'll just my train of thought. Hold on. See, too much thinking, guys. Deep yeah. thought, deep thought. This is the stuff that deprives the sex drive, you know? Like, <laughs> you gotta up. keep it fun, Shut all right? Up, if you keep your brain light, the rest of the body parts work perfect. Oh, man. Everything is in unison. So that's okay. what we're talking about. Yeah. Balance. As you, as you heard Kevin say before, there's times... His mind is on money, on, on goals, on, you know, accomplishing stuff. So that is going to suppress the sex drive. And then there's times where his mind is not really on it as much. So his sex drive is stronger. I wonder, do you wonder, do you, do you remember this um, conversation mm-hmm. you told me? Uh, I mean, this, uh, you read something, an mm-hmm. article mm-hmm. when we were in college. And you were like, hey, love, did you know why sometimes like when you're studying when a person's studying they have the urge to have sex and i was like no why and he was like because it works the same they all work in unison like when you're thinking a lot your body if it wants to like stop thinking Mm -hmm. says okay let me have sex 
Mm-hmm. So anytime you feel the urge to have like have sex, you should like you shouldn't have sex, or else you're not gonna focus oh, on that, studying or yeah, thinking. That, that's also part partially the same um, topic of sexual transmutation, where you know you can use that same energy and uh, instead of like you know um, have sex. Yeah, you put you, it into put a, it an that. activity and, and or I a thought. And I do that a lot. Yeah, and that's yeah. my point. It's like that very time you told me about that article you read is what you practice now in life. Yeah, and I, I do that a like, lot. Like that lot. energy yeah. that really because should it, be... It does come to me. I don't want to cut you off, so mm-hmm. I cut you off. It, it always happen, happens to me. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm thinking, does not matter. I, I get horny. You see? Go. But he diverts that energy to his thoughts yes. more and suppresses the horniness. Yes. And it's it's the same thing, folks. You know, if you're constantly thinking about your financial stresses or thinking about your kids who are like stressing you out or, you know, thinking about how to be, like achieve your goals, or achieve your goals, whatever it may be, or all the work that you have to do, your sex life is essentially going to be non-existent because right, all right. Of, it's still existent for us though no 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 i know it's oh, existent for us i'm just saying <laughs> i'm letting the folks know why their sex life doesn't exist if they feel like you know it's being deprived mm-hmm. so you know sometimes you have to think to yourself let me clear my mind and just be a dumb person for a second no, it's truth. No, it's truth. It's truth. I can't be the wrong one. No, you're not. Wait. Let me. No, let me. No. Breeze here. Breeze here. No. Just let me clear my desert. No. No. Wait, you didn't yeah, even yeah. wait. You got to see where I'm going with this. I'm going somewhere with this, uh, Ken. Uh-huh. Okay. You got to free your mind. Empty it as though there's nothing there. Like you have to be and commit to being the best airhead that exists on planet Earth. You're no. about to no. stop, bro. <laughs> bro stop. You're not. You're young. You're, you're really downplaying me, Kevin. It's, this is serious talk, Kevin. Okay, okay, okay. This is serious talk. Let me get to my point. Uh-huh. You really have to break it down, folk. I'm really telling you the truth. And you just have to think to yourself, let me rem- like remove everything that's in my brain. Mm-hmm. Let me not even think of anything. Like think of the simplest things ever. Like wow, why do my toes look like that? Or wow, let me have some juice. I wonder what chemicals they use in this juice for it to taste like this. Mm-hmm. You know, break down your thoughts to make them as simple as possible. Don't think about, wow, I got this credit card, that bill, that school note, that car note to pay, and how am I gonna make it work? I only got a thousand in the bank account. Don't think about it that way. Like, don't think about, like, you need to take your time, of course, to figure out how to deal with those problems, but then you also have to sit back, have a moment, and just think of nothing. Think of nothing. Be free, and I guarantee you, that sex drive will come back. Because at the end of the day, let's be honest, if all these problems are that deep, which they are, you know, they are, mm-hmm. don't you at least want to like go out with some sex? You know? Like, don't you want to just know like, because like if the problems are that deep and you feel like you can deal with it no more mm-hmm. and there's really hasn't been a, a solution for it yet. You got to just step back for a second and think, if I allow this stress or these problems to kill me and I, God forbid, drop dead from this stress tomorrow, would I at least know that I had sex and enjoyed that last session? I mean, as for me, sex is very important to me. Yeah, I would always want to make sure Because at the end of the day, I really think after you move on or when you think back in old age at your your memories, I don't think you're thinking about your financial problems. I think the memories you remember but, is, whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. I think what you remember is like, damn, I remember that year in 1981. There was one session. It was so good. If only I could replicate that, but I'm too old now. You're mm-hmm. not thinking about like, damn, we were so broke. Now we live in the life retired in Florida. But you know so, what I'm saying? <laughs> but so, sometimes you, you can be like, hey, love, do you remember the day when we were so broke? You know, we slept in our car and then now and look at us. Yeah. You yeah, you have those that. moments, but like 
but you also remember those sessions. That is true too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so, know that's that's the whole point. You got to balance it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Important stuff that you know you have to think about and you have to solve. You think about, but you also have to know like how do I also balance having my intimate yeah, life yeah. and you know satisfying us together as partners yeah. or in our marriage and, and, in our relationship and, whatever and it may sex be sex is one of the top three things that things lead to that divorce lead, yeah. so I, i'm telling y'all this is how you you prevent divorce okay we, yeah. we went through the money right right because we nah. know we know covid happened we knew 2020 happened a lot of people went through financial hardships you know i get it making it losing it it's a lot um, and sex is fun, man. Sometimes, yeah, and like, sex you know, is fun. Sometimes you got to remove your sometimes problems you're at for the that. office and then, you know, it just happens, you know. What? Oh, you talking to people? Yeah. We don't want to be promoting that, do we? It depends. Be if you, spontaneous. Oh, yeah, if you be, be spontaneous, folks. Yeah. Don't get yourself fired. So, yes, yeah, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you own your own office, that's a different story. But yeah. should you work for people, please. Be careful. Don't get fired. Be, be spontaneous. Spontaneous helps. All right. So, yes, guys, I hope that sums up, you know, how to keep your intimate life fun, steamy, and, you know, revive it. Okay. Um, now, moving on to marriage. Okay. This is marriage very and important. kids. Marriage, marriage and kids, kids. If you have kids. But marriage yeah. and kids, you know. So, love. Mm-hmm. Love. Now, I remember... Um, in our marriage and um, have having the Laura, we got so carried away with uh, life. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and we got serious the, real quick. Serious, real, really, really. And forgot about having fun. And forgot about our youth. Mm-hmm. So, the reason why I'm talking about it like during our like, when we're talking about marriage is because you know we're building building our life together. Mm-hmm. Now, that is why, in order for us, when we realize that we're like, love, we gotta stop going on date nights again. Wait, but before we get into that, right? Uh-huh. Okay, that but that really okay. What you're saying, I hear what you're saying mm-hmm. about getting serious and like forgetting our youth. But that really happened just because we had a baby, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we acknowledge that. But before we get into that, let's kind of talk about our marriage overall prior to that, and then we'll we'll mm-hmm. you know you know evolve and progress with how it it has evolved. Mm-hmm. So prior to that, for our marriage and like keeping it together. I think the one key component that worked for us was not putting the pressure of of being married on ourselves. Well, yeah, 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 because because yeah, it. I I don't believe that after marriage things change. Yeah, I believe like you know. Because I think it, we just thought we just thought of ourselves. We're the same people. Yeah, we continued our relationship, and you know we're growing. That's the whole oh. aspect of things. We're together. Mm-hmm. We're growing. And we're making decisions together. Mm-hmm. And also something to keep in mind, I feel like we were already implementing things that married couples do yeah. while we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Like we had already purchased a car together. We were living together. Um, we helped each other out with bills. Mm-hmm. Um, we split bills, I mean. Um, what else did we do? Like we, we essentially did like mostly everything a married couple does. So when we did get married, nothing changed. Yeah. 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 And because, and also to our... Also too, we didn't immediately tell people. So I yeah. think that helped. So there was no like societal or familial pressure you see to that? like act a certain way, be a certain yeah. way, assume certain responsibilities. But to me, it doesn't matter. Whether be like, because I don't believe, I strongly don't believe and I strongly reject um, the idea that you, you allow societal pressure get into your marriage. Yeah, although, but I think... Although it does happen no matter how like what you do. Mm-hmm. But for me, it did not. When we start, start telling people, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because no matter what happens, to, to me, it's like marriage stays between two people. Yeah, it's a sacred thing. Yeah. I don't think it's like anyone's business. Yeah. Um, I... And as how I, I act in my marriage... Has nothing... It's none of your, it's business. Not your business. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, everyone's marriage is their own. Yeah. Everyone has their own thing that they do. So that's why it's your sacred bond. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like, of course, there's a lot of pros to marriage, 
but just as there's as much pros, there's a lot of cons too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of the cons are, of course, as we're saying, the societal, societal pressures that yeah. people succumb to thinking how they have to behave a certain way. They have to have certain things. They have to live up to a certain like unrealistic standard or pre- preconceived notion that they have. And that really is what I believe destroys marriages. Like not once in our marriage have we been like, oh, you're a married man now, Kevin, you need to do this. Or you're a married woman now, Marsha, you need to act this way. Like we have never in our entirety of being together subscribed to these, like just what I think are ridiculous ideals of what marriage is mm-hmm. marriage is how you define it for you and your partner yeah not what people think or say it should be yeah everyone's relationship is different mm-hmm. what works for one couple doesn't work for the next yeah you know some couples for instance what we've been talking about sex and money so far today some couples they need to have I don't know. They need to fight about money in order to like productively get things done. Some couples, they need to fight before they have sex. I mean, you know, sometimes we do that too, but that's a different story, a different day. <laughs> Makeup sex is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everybody's relationship is different. Like some people, like they can't, they can't speak crazy to one another. Like they mm-hmm. have to be soft spoken. They have to caress each other. They have to wait till they cool down. Like, Everyone, it's all about knowing your partner yeah, and what works for you. So. Yeah, everyone is different. So for us, prior to having a child, never put that pressure on ourselves. Also didn't share it with people, which kept it sacred and private. And we did what worked for us. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, prior to marriage, too, we were already living. setting goals Together. together oh yeah yeah, yeah. because yeah. marriage is setting goals yeah. together and working together that's what it we, is we were setting goals um together we we were actually setting setting our life together yeah because you know everything that we were planning it was like okay no like we're a team yeah we're together whatever i do marcia does whatever um marcia does i do what i mean like whatever i do marcia does or marcia does i do is just like for example, if I say, okay, um, uh, Marsha, I think, you know, I, I want to move to Pennsylvania, let's just say. You know, I'm never going to say, okay, I'm going to move there. If you don't want to move um, effort, I'm going to move by myself. Wait, but actually those moments can happen because when it came to us moving to Miami, that's essentially what I said to you. Yeah, but that was, you were hormonal at that time because you were pregnant. You know, Kevin loves to excuse my behavior uh, during that time because no, I was, I was that. pregnant and I didn't know I was pregnant, yeah. but I meant it. I was leaving no, with or without him. Love, you did a lot oh, of things. Oh, that but yeah. bringing up that point, I think that's another reason. You know, marriages die and like people end up in divorce. They feel like they're stuck, and oh, yeah. like divorce is the definitive way of saying I don't have to deal with you. Whereas when you're just in a relationship, you could get up and leave tomorrow. So maybe you'll stick out the fighting more and the like burdens. Sometimes even during marriage, there will be time, for example, um, one partner wants to wants to pursue uh, one goal that doesn't align with the other partner's goal. Mm -hmm. So let's just say if that partner needs to go to a different city and stay there or live down there for for a while to accomplish whatever that goal is mm-hmm. the other partner has a different goal mm-hmm. that requires them to stay to, put where to, they are yeah where they are you know you just gotta find like make it work if if you guys are meant to be with one another yeah if you're meant to be and you're yeah. willing to put in the work because people at the end of the day marriage is work okay yeah because nothing comes easy you're gonna have good times but when you have hard times you have to be willing to put in the work Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to put in the work that is what divorce is for but if you're just gonna go down the road of divorce don't get married anyways just be in a long-term relationship who cares because honestly like if um wow that was real caribbean i just sucked my teeth guys (laughs) (laughs) so but but yeah so this is where um marriage when it comes to balancing marriage in your life is you know that's when you gotta determine where 
what life you want to live together. The goals that you guys have together. And also the goals that you have separately. Do they, like, can you implement them in your relationship successfully without, you know, affecting the other partner in a negative way? But you you see, I I disagree with this. With what? With what you just said. Because I believe if you love your partner enough, you will always support their goals. Yeah, but I didn't... I know, I know, I know. But you say if they align with your goal. so That's not what I said. I said, how... I said first is working together, um, building relations... Like building... uh, Create... Working on goals together. Sorry, guys. And then also working... Accomplishing your own interest Mm -hmm. without impacting your partner negatively okay and hold on Mm -hmm. and something as simple as just communicating and coming up with a resolution or a solution will prevent that partner Mm -hmm. from being impacted negatively but like as you said an example is if you need to accomplish um one of your individual goals and it requires you moving out of state or wherever you are to a different place how do you achieve that without having like a negative impact on your partner your spouse like Mm -hmm. how do you communicate and come to a resolve so that you guys could do that for each other for the time being like Mm -hmm. whether it's a month it's a year six months whatever it is how do you come to like common grounds to say how do we make this work maybe it's you fly one weekend that your spouse flies to see you the other weekend maybe you commit to coming about by yourself every single weekend maybe your spouse says i'm gonna move with you for that time being and then we'll come back whatever it may be but how do you come to a place where you both could understand that this is being done because it's something that is important for me that i need to do and the other partner must support it yeah well not must because that's like no hold on 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 yeah everybody is different must is very that's the problem if you come in with the attitude of this is what i want to do and you must support me then there's no conversation what no 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 when i say must support it in a way where for example like if you're together right Mm -hmm. um you see your partner has a goal that literally that's what that partner lives by that's the only goal they've always wanted to accomplish in their life mm-hmm. they just say they want to be an actor mm-hmm. and they want to be successful in hollywood mm-hmm. nowhere else mm-hmm. just hollywood right mm-hmm. but you for example you you want to be a, a a businessman in new york mm-hmm. that's where you want to set your business mm-hmm. that's where you say you want to live. Mm-hmm. Now, New York, Cali. Mm-hmm. Two, like, two different states, sta- different coasts. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if you love the partner enough, mm-hmm. are you going to tell that partner, hey, um, good luck. Have a great time. We're done. Right? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to say, I'm going to support you. Let's find a way to work, to work it out. You let like I just say you spend six months here, you come back here for six months, and then vice versa. I go six months or every other week, like weekend, like you said, or every other week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we just find a way to make it work. Yeah, which is what I said. But yeah, this is the part where I feel like you know must is important because if you don't support that partner, mm-hmm. it will end up it will result to a breakup, a divorce, whatever, right? Because because one partner, like let's just say, if the partner doesn't feel supported, what do you think that partner's gonna do? No, but there's a difference in regards to support and compromise. Because that person, for mm. instance, your partner may wanna be a Hollywood actress or actor, mm-hmm. but they're really bad and you know very well they're ah, not. No, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Come on. No, they, these are real hard truths that uh-huh. people go through in relationships. And you know they can't act from the gum on their shoe whatever it may be okay uh-huh. and you but that's your opinion right yeah. and you know deep down in your soul they're not gonna make it but it's not your job to tell them they're not gonna make it you say okay honey uh-huh. i know this is what you want to pursue i mean it's not my cup of tea but let's make it work mm-hmm. and you compromise and you say this is what we're gonna do we're gonna live 
in two states. We're gonna be bi-coastal. We're gonna have a place here in New York and we're gonna have a place there in Cali. And we're gonna fly back and forth. During peak season for you of auditioning and getting you know, jobs, we'll be in Cali. And I'll fly in and out here and there for business deals or whatever the person does mm -hmm. or work, right? And during off season, we'll be in New York and you'll fly in and out of Cali for jobs or auditions or whatever it may be. But you know, deep inside that they're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Or you think like, this is not really, I don't really care. I don't really see that this is like where their potential is, but you have to let them experience that. It's like the way we see like but, our, wait, hold on. It's like mm -hmm. the way we see our kids, right? Like when your kids become young adults, you let them experience life and mm -hmm. make their own mistakes and learn from them and grow. It's the same thing in a relationship. Maybe it will work out for your spouse and they'll become a great actor and you were just wrong. And maybe it won't work out for them and they decide to go a different route. But you're but, still following what I'm saying. No, but that's that different. Still ended, ended it's not so it's a different supported. it's not support, it's compromise, which is different. Support is more like, you know, this is your dream. I know you're gonna make it work. I believe in you wholeheartedly, and I will give you everything and anything you need to make it happen. Very different. Very different. Hmm. I still think support is support. They're both the same. There's support and there's compromise. Okay. All right. So. Oh, yeah. So then, as you were saying, um, we had a child and we became really serious. We lost our youth. But one thing we did maintain was communication despite us going through our own individual, you know, processes. I think that's another thing that's important that I think people fail to realize Throughout being in a relationship, there are going to be times where one person's up, one person's down. Yeah. All, and you yeah. have to learn how to be with that person, offer support, and also let them go through it. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's something Kevin and I go do really well for each other. Like, we know when one another is going through something. I mean, you can, uh, you can decide to talk about it. Maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it won't. Mm -hmm. But you just have to understand how to, like, work through those moments like sometimes someone's just going through the moment and they're like depressed maybe for a year or they're down on themselves for a year or they're like angry for a year but you don't just give up on that person yeah. just because they're going through shit like you're gonna have your moment where you're going through shit would you want that person to give up on you yeah like you have to be able to work through it and understand like my spouse or my partner right now is not themselves entirely they're going through something and i just have to be there for them yep. and not pressure them and not put like you know all this crap on them and just be there as support and it's you know a part of balancing as we said life yeah these are all the things that come with marriage so so that's so after having the child after we went through our home um, we realized that we must get our youth back, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and by the way, the way we did it is, you know, fully committing, going, committing to actually doing things where, um, we're not always serious. We're yeah. like, you know, keeping it light, living life and yeah. doing the things, some of the things we probably would have been doing prior to kid. Yeah. Definitely. Because when we had uh, our baby, we felt like, okay, everything that we planned to do before having a child must now go at the bottom of the list. Yeah. No, I, think we, I don't think we yeah. intentionally did that. I yeah, think that's what I'm saying. The stress, the stress of just yeah. knowing we were having a child, we put all the plans that we had for ourselves mm -hmm. like in the trash, essentially, or yeah. on the back burner. And now we're finally like actually working towards those goals now and realizing that life is not over yeah and you know our aspirations do not need to take a back seat just because we have a child mm -hmm. and you really see that when you see them joyful you see them playing you see them like carelessly enjoying life that you need to do the same for yourself yeah so that you could be the best you the best spouse and the best parent so you know, we do, we still have our night where 
Sometimes, you know, on the weekends, Alora stays with my parents and then we spend the time ourselves. Yeah. You know, we enjoy it. We do things. So, yeah. So, like, you know, that's how we try to balance it where, you know, there's life, there's married life. And then there's also to um, kids and kids and, uh, and our sex life. Date, no, not sex, date, date, date life. Date because, life and sex life. Yeah, because we're still <laughs> because no matter what, we're still dating. Yeah, no the dating who, never yeah, stops. The like you, never stops, you so. continuously have to learn each other and get to know each other yeah. and work on the friendship because yeah. that's where the basis is. is yep. Our friendship, you know, we're the best of friends before anything else, and you have to continue to nurture and flourish your relationship, your friendship. Definitely. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, I hope you took a lot from it. As we said, it's important to balance life, be target and oriented and organized and really prioritize. I was looking for the word, guys. Prioritize what is important to you and make things work for you and your family and your spouse and your kid. Don't forget to please share with your friends, your family. Um, if you would like to join our podcast, be part of our um, episodes, please uh, send, us, send an us an email. Or the email is in our description. And also, you can slide in our DM in our Instagram. My Instagram is k.l.castel, C-A-S-T-E-L. And mine is Marsha underscore Marseille, like the city, M-A-R-S-E-I-L-L-E. And thank you. Thank you for joining us today. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.